Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from the Off My Chest subreddit from Going Bravo 123 and says, I broke up with my girlfriend for what she did to my ex. This is a throwaway account as my family and ex frequent these forums a lot. So let me start off by saying that I, 26 male, met the love of my life seven years ago. My ex, for the sake of not confusing everyone, let's call her M. M and I met when I was at the lowest point in my life. I just lost my best friend to a car accident and I was kicked out by my parents because I'd gone down a dark hill I didn't think I could recover from. M was working at the rehab center I was sent to and we just clicked. She was the most supportive person I'd ever encountered always told me I was on the right path no matter how many fuck-ups I had. She stayed with me for 24 straight hours while I was withdrawing, washed the sheets when I threw up, and even if she just changed them a few minutes ago, held me when I was shaking uncontrollably in the bathtub, washed me, fed me, just supported me through everything. She was the only reason I decided to clean up my act, and I did. I was one year sober and clean when I asked her out on a date, and from there we were inseparable. I ended up getting a job in a new state and I planned to ask her to marry me and move in with me when her mother got sick. I never asked but planned to stay with her and decline the job offer but once she found out about it, she encouraged me to take it and said we could do things long distance for a while till she was able to move with me. I was hesitant at first but this was my dream job and I decided to do it. Unfortunately, life got in the way and we decided to end things on a good note. I was heartbroken for a long time. I met my current girlfriend roughly six months ago. She's a great girl, but completely different from M, personality and looks wise. Things have been great, but she has made it clear she's very jealous of M, as she knew if M was here right now, I would get back with her in a heartbeat. I never brought up M in her presence and even cut contact with her to be respectful to my new girlfriend. I did still keep in touch with M occasionally, but never like I used to. But one day I woke up at 6am to go to the gym like I normally do. I left my phone this time, however, and when I got back, my girlfriend was in a very cheery mood and decided to cook me breakfast wearing nothing but lingerie and heels. We decided to skip dinner and head to the bedroom, where we had the most hottest, craziest sex we ever had. I'm talking fucking insane. (laughs) She did things I never thought possible. We were having so much fun. I was even late meeting up with my mum for lunch because it was her birthday. We normally have a lunch date together. Well, when I arrived at the cafe, my mum was crying her eyes out. I immediately asked her what was wrong and she explained that M's mum had passed away this morning. I was stunned and upset. M's mum was a beautiful lady and someone I had grown to love. I felt my own eyes get teary and as I asked my mother how she knew, she told me M called her and let her know. I was a little hurt because why didn't she call me? 
I asked her why she never called me and my mother went on to say, M said she did call my phone this morning, but my new girlfriend answered and basically told her to fuck off and no one cares your mother died. Not even my name. I saw red and left the cafe and went straight home to confront my girlfriend. She denied it at first, but then she started crying saying she didn't mean it and she was sorry, blah, blah, blah. I then realized that's why she was so aroused this morning when I got home from the gym. That made my stomach churn horribly. I told her to pack her shit and get the fuck out and pretty much slammed the door in her crying face. I was done with her and blocked her from everything. I then called M and we had a very long conversation. I was planning on going down there and spending the time there helping her bury her mum. She doesn't have a big family and I knew my help would mean a lot. But now I'm getting dozens of texts from my ex-girlfriend's family and friends and even from my sister saying I'm an arsehole for not letting her explain. And it's not her fault because I never really gave her a chance and I put M on a pedestal. Now I'm wondering if I did the right thing. And we'll start in the comments with Revolution No who says you did the right thing in breaking up with her but dude... Why did you get a new girlfriend, even though you know that you would get back to M in a heartbeat? Opie says, I know I shouldn't have gone serious with someone when I knew my heart wasn't in it. I guess I was just lonely and hurt. That's no excuse though, and because of my stupid actions, multiple people have been hurt. But thank you for clarifying that I did the right thing by breaking up with her. Anxious Being says, your girlfriend was wrong, and I understand you being so upset about this. It's nice that M has your support. However, just make sure you're completely over M before you get into another relationship with someone else. It's just wrong and will lead to messy situations. Opie says, you're completely right. This whole situation is my fault and I take 100% accountability, but M never ever deserved that. I don't care if my ex was jealous. She should never have been on my phone in the first place. If she had messaged M on a private account saying stuff, I might have shrugged it off as I know M wouldn't have cared, but when I spoke to her over the phone, she was completely torn. She couldn't believe someone could be so nasty. Make a Mermaid says, you definitely did the right thing. I think it was a bad choice to be in a relationship when you were still obviously feeling some kind of way about another person, but what your ex did is awful. She knew the score and if she wasn't happy about it, then she should have ended it with you. Any issues in your relationship was no fault of M and your ex to take it out on her, that is beyond cruel. Additionally, her clearly being aroused by it is disturbing. Anyone trying to defend their actions can go and take a hike too because yikes. Opie says it was definitely stupid to jump back on the saddle. I didn't give myself time to heal. I can't understand how her family and even some of mine are justifying her actions, regardless of what I did. Like you said, M never did anything to her and didn't deserve that. My mother is the only one on my side because she heard just how heartbroken and torn M was on the phone. Thank you for your input though. It's made me feel at ease knowing I did the right thing by ending things with her. Snoozy Spider says, I think two things are probably true here. Your current ex was cruel to M and you were also cruel to your current ex. But ex's actions were gross and unjustifiable. What she said and did was cruel and cold and gross. It also sounds like you probably made her feel inferior to M. Even if you didn't think you did, it sounds like you hung her greatness over your ex's head. I'm sure this poor girl was reminded every day that she is not good enough or isn't as good or isn't secure. By the way, you wrote this post about M. I wouldn't be surprised if your ex was in a constant state of trying to reach you or earn your affection. That's not to shame you or make you feel dumpy, but you were 10,000% not ready to date. I'm sure the entire relationship was filled with little dominoes leading up to this crash. ETA, my heart goes out to M. That had to have been jarring and horrifying, and the situation just plain sucks for her. I really hope for healing for you, 
for M and for your ex. You all sound like you need a break. Chocolate Pop-Tart replies to that one and says, M got into an emotional relationship with someone who was supposed to be a patient at the rehab center she worked at. It's awful that she lost her mother now, but she played a clear part in the beginning of their relationship and building Opie's codependence on her. The whole situation is a mess and none of these people should ever been involved with each other. So Opie does update the post and says, so this is an update to the entire situation. I did read all of your comments and I thank each and every one of you for taking the time to comment. Over time, I will reply to some comments I think need more explaining. To clear some things up, I never told my ex to her face that I would leave her for M in a heartbeat. I felt like that, but I knew that was never going to be possible. If I thought M was going to drop everything and move with me, I would never have got into a relationship. I was trying to mend my own heart and yes, I should not have done that. She knew from the very start of the relationship I was still getting over someone. She said she understood this as she was a very spiritual person and knew we could all love multiple people at once. Some love stronger than others. She was a chilled, laid-back person when we first met. I told her I didn't know where this relationship was going, but she stated getting married and having kids weren't for her for a very long time and she wanted to pursue this. She herself had gotten out of a toxic six-year relationship when we met, so in my head, I didn't think she wanted something serious. I should have, however, only kept things casual or had nothing at all, as a lot of people said. I was an arsehole for getting in a relationship, but I still wasn't over M. I never once told her M was better than her. M was hardly brought up in her presence. The reason it all came up at all was because she was watching episodes of X on the beach and turned to me and asked, was there an X I would get back with if they arrived on the beach? And I told her yes. We'd only been seeing each other for a few weeks by that stage, so I felt I needed to be honest. She asked who and I told her it was M and dived into what we had been through. You get the drift. She knew my connection with M was more than a has-been relationship. She didn't say anything, but over time she started making snarky comments about M. For example, we went out with some of her friends and plus-size lady walked past. She smirked and said she didn't know M had a twin. M is on the thicker side. Another time was when she was on top of me. She said... I bet M could never get on top and ride you as half as good as me. I shut my mouth every time she said something like this as I knew she was just jealous. I was reassured her that I liked her, which I did. This wasn't a connection like I had with M. I used to talk to M pretty much every day. She would vent to me about her work and vice versa. When my ex told me she wasn't comfortable with me speaking to M all the time, I told her I'd cut some contact. Not all though. I made that clear to her that I would never cut ties with M for her and if she decided to end things here... I would understand, but she accepted it and said yet again she understood. She never called on the phone unless my ex was with me and we occasionally sent texts. My ex read each and every text we ever sent. And we never said anything like, I miss you so much, I love you, I miss our relationship. We only talked about our lives and work and family and she would vent about a new book she was reading or just random stuff. I wasn't willing to lose our relationship altogether. Neither was she but knew at that stage the only relationship we could have and offer was friendship. On to what happened. The next day, my ex ended up coming over saying she forgot some things here. We didn't live together at all. She did, however, leave some items here and there. First thing she did was start crying and apologizing again. I hugged her and comforted her for a short while. I then had her sit down so we could talk. I told her she didn't need to apologize to me at all. She only needed to say she was sorry to M, as it was her she said those hurtful things to. She wanted to call her then and there and apologize in front of me, but I told her that was a bad idea as M is not in the best way yet and it would do more harm than good. 
but I told her once I thought M was in a better place, I would let her call her. I told her I was disgusted by what she said and under no circumstances should someone be that cruel. But I also told her that I understood why she did it. It was because of me. I told her I was so sorry for the way I treated her and by making her compete in a race, I knew she would never win. She asked if I ever cared for her. I admitted I did. She was a great girl and we had a lot in common and if not for my feelings for M, maybe I could have let my heart open up to her fully. She then asked if she had not did what she did, would I have cheated on her or left her for M if I went to see M now? I told her no because I would only be going to see M as a moral support and that was it. But if her mum had not passed, I may have cheated. She slapped me across the face, which I deserved. She then had a sad smile on her face and kissed my cheek before getting up. I told her I would change the name on the lease if she wanted this place, as it was extremely close to where she works and her friends lived near the area. It was the least I could do. She asked if I would really do that and I said yes. I then called the landlord and arranged to have the name transferred to hers. And for the meantime, if she wanted to stay here till I was gone, she was more than welcome to. She agreed and I told her I'd packed my stuff already and she could come past tonight. She said she never told anyone what really happened, just that she went off on M. She begged me not to say anything to her family as they would be really upset with her. I told her I didn't want to lie to them. So if they asked me, I would tell them, but I won't go out of my way to message them. She hugged me again said she would message my sisters and her family to stop messaging me before leaving. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. On to M. Some of you are asking why M would call my mother and tell her what happened. Well, my mother loves M. They did a lot together when we were going out, and M's mum would tag along. M even spent the entire night by my mother's side in the hospital when she went through surgery. They had a really good relationship. Some people have mentioned all I've done is put M on a pedestal. She doesn't deserve to be on and how she was unprofessional for getting involved with a patient. This girl went far and beyond to make not only me but all her patients feel safe and happy. I didn't speak more than two words the entire time I was there. I grunted and growled at the staff. I was a pain in the ass. Yet I was lonely and she knew that. She gave up her Christmas to make sure I wasn't left by myself on a day meant to be celebrated with family. Not once while I was there did I think, shit this girl is hitting on me. Some of the workers there would waltz into your room, throw your medication on the table and leave. 
She'd make it her mission to ensure she had long conversations with each patient and made them feel comfortable. I asked her out a year later because I was doing a speech at a Drugs Anonymous group and was told by several people I should reach out and let her know how I was doing as I talked about her a lot in my speech. When I first asked, she shot down the idea and said she was happy for me. I was persistent though and eventually she asked her job for clarification if it was against the rules. Like I said, they told her it was fine as long as nothing happened while I was admitted there. Now, I'm currently at M's place as I'm typing this. I caught the next flight and came straight here. She pretty much collapsed in my arms when she saw me and I had to carry her inside as she was just a mess. The house was a mess when I arrived since her mother was bedridden. The room her mum stayed in was still intact. Hospital bed still there, oxygen tanks, meds, every reminder of her mum's illness was present. So I called the hospital and asked for some assistance in getting rid of everything. They came and took the bed and the tanks. I put the meds away and folded the clothes and tried to make it seem tidy. M knew I was doing this as she asked me to saying she could barely look in there, let alone pack it up. I also cleaned the rest of the house, cooked dinner for Em and ran her a hot bubble bath. I stayed with her and rubbed her back while she sobbed silently. The scene broke my heart. Her hair had some knots in it from not brushing it for a couple of days, so I brushed it for her. She had lost a substantial amount of weight. I carried her to bed where she whispered she was so sorry for ruining my relationship and she should never have called. But when her mother passed, I was the first person she thought of. Not even her own father crossed her mind first. I told her she had nothing to be sorry for and it was me who ruined my own relationship. I told her I screwed up big time. She didn't tell me I was wrong or right. She just listened to what I said and we sat in comfortable silence. When she fell asleep, I was going to go and sleep on the couch. When she woke up crying and begging me to stay with her, so I did. She fell asleep in my arms and for the first time in a long time, I felt home. She's still sleeping, but I've cooked and prepared food for her and today the funeral home is going to come by and discuss plans. I don't know if this is the update you guys wanted. Some of you said you wanted me back with M. Some said I don't deserve her and while that is true, I am a selfish son of a gun and the moment I know she is ready, I'm going to win her back. Thank you all for reading and advising and for those DMs of support. I appreciate you all. And I think it's fair to say the comments pretty much exploded below this one mainly a lot of people calling op an arsehole there was a couple of comments saying op did the right thing others saying that he was just trying to make himself look better with the update and failed to do so but now we're going to check out another little story from the am i the arsehole subreddit from future fold 6085 and says am i the arsehole for refusing to offer my seat to a pregnant woman and asking an old lady to fuck off i didn't say that outright but i just couldn't think of a better way to phrase it it's just my tone had given off a vibe that was asking her to fuck off. I, 18 male, was traveling on a train. There was hardly space for anyone to sit. A few stations later, when a couple of people had dropped off, there was breathing space, but there was no vacant seats left anyway. A pregnant woman entered the compartment and was apparently looking for a seat. Mine was the one which was immediately visible when she entered, and the people who had adjacent seats next to me were much older. I wasn't sure whether I should offer mine or not. I was just thinking it through when an old woman who was seated a little ahead asked her to take mine. She told the woman as in, take his seat there, there's enough space for you to sit. I didn't like that she was directly asking the woman to walk over and claim my seat and I protested. I told her, I can't just ask someone else to claim my seat, it's mine, I get to decide. She asked me whether I couldn't see that she was pregnant and that as a young man I had the ability to stand. 
Everyone was eyeing me as if I had said something wrong, but I got pissed off. I wasn't having that nonsense. I told her that I am not doing it, and she began to accuse me of not having respect for elders, etc. A few others asked me to give up mine too, but I didn't listen. I told the woman that she has to mind her own business, to not interfere in my affairs, and that I have every right to remain there. She looked extremely cross, and I probably came out with a bad impression on everyone, but I didn't like her attitude. Am I the asshole? Now, for me in this one, assuming you're fit and healthy, I think it would be the right thing to do to offer to offer your seat. I would be annoyed, however, at someone else offering it for me because I think her saying, you know, take his seat there basically means like I wasn't going to offer it anyway. I could potentially be going down a whole different situation here. But as someone who would offer their seat to, to a pregnant person, and if someone said that to me at the same time, I would say, excuse me, I was going to make that offer. And then offer the seat. <laughs> it didn't says everyone sucks here except for the pregnant woman. The old woman shouldn't have offered anyone else's seat to the pregnant lady. But you showed a very prominent lack of empathy towards someone in a physically demanding state who did nothing wrong. Everyday gestures of kindness improve happiness for the givers and the takers. You're the asshole not because you are obligated to offer, but because of the way you handled the situation. To whom it may concern says you're the asshole. You exercised your right to be an asshole. You do not have to give up your seat to people with disabilities, the elderly, or pregnant people, but that would be the courteous thing to do. You seem to want to spite the old lady more than you didn't want the pregnant passenger to sit. This makes you more of an arsehole. It wasn't principle so much as it was spite. You can sit, but be ready for everyone to think you're an arsehole. I bet in 15 years you will look back and cringe at this memory. L. Scott replies that and says, I don't know, a lot of trains do have certain seats where you're expected to surrender them if a pregnant or elderly or disabled person gets on the train. I think in those cases, it stretches beyond courtesy to offer your seat. Bubble Explorer says, lol, those comments here. If I would have been you, I would have just ignored it all. Pregnancy is not a sickness. If she needed a seat, she could have asked for it herself. She wasn't suffering like people here say. Trains are also quite quiet and still, so an older person can stand up also without any issues. That old lady was an arsehole. I'm going with not the arsehole. And there was a few other not the arsehole comments as well, you know, saying pregnancy doesn't entitle you to a seat and all this kind of thing. Ah, oh, sorry, but I just find that really fucking sad. Yes, the old lady was wrong, but what's wrong with a little kindness in this world, man? Meh, but who the fuck am I? <laughs> what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, you are amazing. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.